Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with Proclaiming the Word of God. I hope that you have been doing wonderful, and I am excited to be able to be back with you again to share the Word of God. Our God is doing great things in the earth, and He is bringing the Word of God by many sources to His people. And so I am so grateful to God that I am one in the number who is able to bring the Word of God to those who need to hear what thus saith the Lord. We give God all the honor and the praises that He is due. So get your Bibles and you can follow along with me as I read some of the scriptures of the Lord unto you. Amen. We welcome the new listening audience and we welcome, uh, uh, we thank you for sharing the podcast with those who are out in community. It takes everybody to get the word of God out. And I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for your donations. I thank you for all the support that you provide here to me for the ministry. So to God be the glory for all things. Amen. Amen. So let's take a look at what God is um, saying in the word and what I feel like the Lord wants me to convey to those who are out there listening today. Amen. Amen. So let's go to Philippians and we're going to cross over with a uh, uh, starting in the first chapter of Philippians and we're going to jump into Philippians chapter two. So let's go to Philippians chapter one and let's read verses 29 through 30 and it reads like this for to you it has been granted on behalf of Jesus of Christ not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in you. And then let's go to Philippians 2, and let's read at verse number 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. And let's go to verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Amen. Amen. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word for the hearers and doers thereof. So from these passages of scriptures, we're going to take on the topic in suffering, have your mind set in suffering, have your mind set. And if we were in a church service, I would say, in suffering, have your mind set. We look out across the world and we see so many different things that are happening all across the world. From now the high prices and floods and and earthquakes and hurricanes, COVID-19 deaths, job losses, and all of these are things that are coming upon the earth that are causing people to suffer. And you look again one direction and you see mass shootings, you see racism, you see people laying in hospital beds suffering. God never, ever promised us that life would be easy. It's not easy. But in the midst of all that we go through, 
that we face, that we suffer, the experiences that we're subjected to that are bad, that we consider to be unpleasant. This is suffering. So in the midst of the things that all of us at some point are going to have to face something in our lives. If I were to have an index card and I could pass it out to everybody who is listening out there. And I said, take this index card. It's just a piece of paper, but I want you to write on it. What are some of the things that you are going through in your life that you consider to be bad or unpleasant? Just about everybody would have something that's written on that index card. Because part of the human experience is to suffer. So the Bible has declared that we are in this life, we are going to suffer. But Jesus says that we're going to suffer for his sake. He's speaking to those of us who have chosen to pick up our cross and to follow him. There are going to be some times where things are going to be grand, but there are going to be some times where things are not as good as you would like them to be, or you go through some things that you really don't want to go through. Nobody wants to face pain. Nobody wants to face sorrow. Nobody wants to face loss. But these things will happen. And then for the sake of the Christian, because of the work that you have to do, because of the work that you have to do in the kingdom of God, Things come at you for the sake of the kingdom of God. Christ Jesus died on that cross for us and he went through suffering. And even before he died on the cross, he had so many people who came up against him in him trying to present the kingdom of God. But what happened with Jesus is He had a nevertheless mind, meaning that no matter what he faced, no matter how they criticized him and called him that he was working miracles by Beelzebub, he had a mindset that stayed focused upon his mission as to what he had to do for God. The assignment that he had that God sent him to earth He was God incarnate. He was in flesh, but he was God almighty. Down here in the earth, staying focused on the assignment that he had to fulfill in the earth for the saving of mankind. To put man back in right standing in his right position with God. So he suffered some things. He suffered them looking at him and ridiculing what he was speaking. You're going to suffer some things. But the part about suffering, when we go through unpleasant things, when we go through situations, we got to learn how to abide. We got to learn how to bear some things, how to, endure some things, how to stand and tolerate some things when things are uncomfortable, trying, or painful. If God wants us to go through what we go through or we find ourselves in certain situations, we got to have a mind that is set. Paul was writing here to this Philippian church. He was in prison, but he knew that for the kingdom of God, he would suffer some things, but 
he knew in advance that it wasn't the road was not always going to be easy, but he knew that he had a trust in God. Amen. When we trust in God, when we know that God has our back, there's an assurance that we have that no matter what happens in life, that I'm still going to be with God. Paul knew that he was walking with God. He had encountered God on that Damascus road. The Bible declares, and I'm going to jump down to Philippians chapter 2 at verse number 5. The word of God declares, and we're talking about the mindset that you have to have when you're going through suffering. It may be a health scare. It may be financial. It may be marriage. It may be you just lost somebody to violence that's in the streets. It's a suffering. It's a suffering that you're going to go through. Jesus said this because he stood and it's declared about Jesus. This is what is spoken about Jesus. Because in the face of suffering, in the face of being ridiculed, in the face of trying to present the kingdom of God to the earth, in the face of Pharisees and Sadducees coming up against him, in the face of governmental officials coming up against him, he took a stand on what he was supposed to do on his purpose. This is what the Bible declares about Jesus and what he did. It says in the in the second chapter of Philippians, it says in verse number five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. His mind was the mind of God. Whatever it was that God wanted was the same thing that Jesus wanted. Whatever it is that God said for him to do is what he did because he was vested in God. He was God himself and he stood firm to the purposes that God had for him to fulfill in the earth. It says that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. So as God spoke, he spoke. As God moved, he moved because he was God incarnate. It says, but made himself of no reputation. So he came down here in the form of man so that he could teach and he could show us how to walk in the spirit, in the kingdom of God, how to walk in obedience unto almighty God. It says, but he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant. Here it is. He is the son of God, but he's down here with man. He's a servant of the most high God. He's bought with a price. He's got the will of God in him and nothing more will he do but the will of God. So it says, taking on the form of a bond servant and come in the likeness of men because he looked just like you and he looked just like me and being found in appearance as a man in the appearance of a man but he's God incarnate the Bible says he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even death on the cross. So here it is. The son of God humbles himself down. If he can humble himself down. Hallelujah. Knowing his connection and his need for God. We ought to humble ourselves down. Uh, be humble. Humble yourself down. It is not one hair that you can automatically turn black on your head. You might can go buy some hair dye. But you can't turn it black just to turn it black. Amen. So you need God. You need to know that you live, you move, and you have your being because of God Almighty. It says that he humbled himself uh, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he did what he was supposed to do, there is a therefore God also has highly 
exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every it didn't say just one or two it said every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah to the glory of God the Father. So because he stood and Jesus had that mindset that he was going to fulfill the purpose of God for him coming in the earth, God exalted him. God exalted him high above the earth. He's got a name. Well, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Amen. Every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So he did what God told him to do. And because he is over all things, he is Lord. So the example Jesus set, he set it for Paul. And Paul met him on that Damascus road. Paul, before he had this Damascus road experience, was on his way to persecute Christians. Don't you know that God is the God of a turnaround and that he can change your mind? That it don't matter who you are. Paul, here it was, a Hebrew, the, the, one of the greatest of the, of, 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 of the uh, Jewish faith. Here it is. Hebrew of Hebrews, come on. Jesus met him on the Damascus road and changed his mind. One going to do one thing, but now Paul was living for the cause of the gospel. Paul was living to do the things that God wanted him to do. Going down the Damascus road as Saul, but coming out of his encounter with Jesus as Paul. So Paul is here in the Philippians and he's writing to this Philippians church and he finds himself in prison. And so he's in a situation and he reflects back on knowing that he's going to suffer some things. But he says that at least there is some consolations. What's the consolations? The consolations is, is that what he wanted to see is that he wanted to see that this mind that was also in Christ Jesus, that this mind is in the Philippian church, that we have the mindset that we're going to obey God and to walk out the principles of God, that we're going to present the kingdom of God. So here it is that after the, uh, uh, outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is still here and the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you and I. So when we suffer, when we go through some things that we don't walk through this thing alone, let this mind that is in Christ Jesus also be in you. So there are going to be some things in your life. And if you got somebody in the room with you as I'm talking, let them know there's going to be some things. Yeah, there are going to be some things that happen in your life, some issues and some problems that you're going to face. But you got to have your mind when you're going through suffering, when you're going through obstacles, you got to have your mind set. Amen. Your mind has to be set. Why does your mind have to be set? Your mind has to be set. In order for you to go through the suffering the way that you need to in Christ Jesus. Amen. So in suffering, have your mind set. Have your mind set. So Paul is here just as parents raise their children. Paul is trying to write and be of influence to the church at Philippi to 
have the mindset of Jesus Christ. Paul wanted them to accomplish what they were supposed to do because Jesus has already set the standard. He set the standard of how to cast out demons. He set the standard of how to cast out demons. Not only that, how to raise the dead, how to heal the sick, how to speak up against those who are bucking up against what God is trying to do. And so it is that Jesus Christ has set the standard and he's showing us how to live biblically. And he's also with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We're being taught how to walk in the spirit following the leading of the Holy Ghost. So Paul's aim in ministry was for the purposes of God. Our aim. We got to get to the point that we do what we do in ministry for the purposes of God. We do what we do in our walk for the purposes of God. He, God wants us to be able to go through suffering for the labor of the work that is here in the earth that is for the kingdom of God. And for the sake of Christ, think about what Christ Jesus did for us. How he shed his blood on that cross. How he gave his life to put us back into right standing with God. So that we can go and we can go behind the veil. We got access to God. That we got the ability now to have dominion. Whereas Satan was pushing us and Satan might have been driving us, but the devil is a liar. Jesus is coming to the earth and dying on that cross, gave us something solid to stand on, that the enemy is up under our feet, that we have the authority that is given to us by Jesus Christ, that's given to us by God. That we can plant our feet on the ground and we can say to Satan, no, not today. Some people say, no, not on my watch. But we can stand up to the wiles and the tricks of Satan. So God has placed here in the earth his ministry gifts. His gifts that he gave to the body of Christ. Ephesians 4 says that, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ until, get this, we come to the unity of the faith. Amen. So in trials, in suffering, your mind needs to be set, set on the things of God. He's got your fivefold ministry gifts here to help all the believers. He's got them here to do evangelism. He's got us here to spread the word of God. Amen. He's got us here to build churches, to build programs. Amen. To keep the houses of God in order. He's got us here to spread the pure word of God. Amen. And not contaminated with false ideas and false doctrines and false principles. He's got us here that as you come together as a congregation, that there is a shepherd that watches out for you. He's got the teachers here to educate you in the word of God. So he says it's for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we come to the unity of the faith. 
This mindset that was also in Christ Jesus ought to be in you. There is a time coming and now is that if you listen to people who are preaching, they are preaching. We're not just getting stories. You need to know the word of God. You might need to, you do need to know the stories that are in the Bible. You need to know what happened to different people in the Bible. That's why you need to read it for yourself. But there needs to be the principles of faith talk to the people so that when we speak, we speak as the standards, the oracles of God. There is a unity of the faith that's coming. And as I said, as you begin to listen at the word that is coming out from the fivefold ministry gifts, there is a unity coming forth that is in the word. Because what is God downloading right now? He is downloading that we got to have faith in him. Faith in him. Don't, I'm not saying uh, uh, have faith because many people have lifted up the fivefold ministry gifts, but the faith has to be in God. We must have faith in him, a unity in the spirit so that when we're speaking forth the word of God, there is a sound that you hear in the atmosphere that it may be conveyed a different way by some may be saying it a little bit different, but it is all the same word. What is the sound that is coming from heaven right now? God is saying he needs you to walk in faith. We need to get the fear out of us that we walk in faith and that we will fulfill the things that God wants us to fulfill. That the faith that God, Jesus Christ presented is the faith that we have to walk in. Don't consider the faith inside of you, but consider that God is faithful. Oh, that he will perform his word, that he will protect you, that he will watch over you, that he will fight your battles for you, that he will show you strategies, that he will cover your household, he will cover your family. It is your faith in a faithful God that causes us to be able to be bold witnesses for him because we trust in him that he has our back in all things. It says till we come to the knowledge of the son of God, that he is Jesus Christ himself, that he is God himself, and that he gave us revelation in the earth, that he was born of the Virgin Mary, but that he still has power and that he is in partnership with us, that he is praying for you, O royal child of God, that he is the perfect son of God. He is the savior of the world and he is the only way he is the savior of the world he is the only way amen till we have a perfect man till you become complete in him it says let me read the scriptures because it says and he himself gave some prophets some some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God to a perfect man. It says that means that when we perfect, we've been washed in the blood and we walk in connected to the word of God, that we become that word of God, that we do that word of God. It says till we get to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We need to get to the place that for him, we live, we move and we have our being for God will stand for God will die amen that till we come to know the full power that Jesus Christ has in us that we should no longer be children meaning acting silly acting and acting like God's word is not true going uh one minute we're walking with the world and one minute we're walking with God tossed it says we uh tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and in cunning craftiness. That is where he's trying to get us to, to the place where we are following God and not following after the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting.
So he's trying to get us to a place really where that discernment that he's placed in us is activated and that we are following the leading of the Holy Spirit and we just know some things. Somebody will say, how did you know some things? We know it because of the discernment that is given to us on the inside. Amen. Amen. So here it is that Jesus has set the example. Paul is here and Paul is trying to teach the Philippian church how to operate in faith. This is where God is wanting us now operating in faith, faith in a faithful God, faith in Jesus Christ, faith in that Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead operating in your life operating in my life that we can go forward in the things of God not walking in fear because the creator is over the universe not walking in fear and 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 old things that have kept us stagnated doing what we need to do and just pushing forward I heard some say do it I think it was Joyce Meyer said just do what you do just do it afraid just but go on and do it so you take one foot and place it one after the other it's a it's a song that said you put one foot right after the other one foot right after the other one foot right after the other to be able to get where you need to get to because God wants us to grow in the faith in Christ Jesus and then do what we do by why he has called us to the earth because there's a purpose for all of us Paul's purpose he may not have known it at the time that he would end up being the apostle that wrote a good amount of the new testament Paul thought he was to do what he was to do for the Jewish faith, but God was already there and he already knew the purposes that he called Paul to. And thank God that Paul got in correct standing with God. Uh, It's my prayer that you get into correct standing with God for where you need to be. My standing in God, I pray my standing be correct in God because the only thing, the one thing that we don't want to do, we don't want to be operating out of in the wrong purpose and then devastate lives we don't want to make wrong decisions and cause harm to the body of Christ we don't want to make wrong decisions and cause harm to nations we have to be able to see what God is saying we need to be able to see what the Lord is saying we need to be able to see what God is saying in the name of Jesus may we hear the voice of God see what God is saying, Lord, let your will be done in the earth. So when tribulations come, you got to have your mind set. You got to be stable in the faith because our mind is the mindset of Jesus Christ. So we walk in fellowship and in harmony with God. One mind Believe in what God said. One mind accepting what God said. One mind believing that what God says is true. One mind believing that what God says is the truth. Amen. So one mind. Jesus came. His mind was infused with the mind of God. And then your mind and my mind has to be infused with the word of God. We take on his thoughts about matters. So what does God say? God says that we are more than conquerors. His thoughts become our thoughts. Amen. So we are conquerors. You look at a conqueror, a conqueror fights. But we have the whole host of heaven with us when we fight. We got, we may have uh, in the natural, you may have weapons as they called them, mass destruction. But we have the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So we got God with us when we take on his thoughts when we believe what 
he says, when we accept what he says, when we know what he says is true, and when we know what he says is truth. Paul was hoping for a good outcome to happen to that Philippian church. And that even in any type of tribulation that they may come up against, that they would have the mindset to stand. Donnie McClurkin wrote a song. And that song was sang in a lot of churches. And it's a, it's a very familiar, familiar song. And even in the church that I went to, we had a pastor at one time. If, if you didn't know it wasn't Donnie McClurkin, you would think he was Donnie McClurkin. But he sang this song. But the lyrics in this song went like this. It says, well, this is just part of it. It's not the whole song, but this is part of it. It says, well, you just stand when there's nothing left to do. You just stand. Watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you done all you can, you just stand. Meaning there's a work for you to do. But after you've done what God has told you to do, you stand on the, on the word. You stand in God. He says, stand and be sure. Be not entangled in that bondage again. Once Jesus brings you out, keep going with the word of God. He says, you just stand and endure. God has a purpose. Yes, God has a plan. Don't you bow and don't bend. Don't give up. No, don't give in. Hold on. Just be strong. God will step in and it won't be long. So he's talking about further. He talks about going through hurt and pain, storms and rain. And he says about you praying and you crying. He's connecting it up. You prayed and you cried. You prayed and you cried. But he says, after you done all you can, just stand. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just stand. God is telling us to stand in faith in him. God is going to step in. God will step in. So tribulations and trials and things will come at us. It's not going to catch us unaware. But we got to have a mind. When we're going through suffering, your mind must be set. It is set that I am in God. It is said that God is going to help me through this. It is said that God is my provision. It is said that God is my provider. We go through, but we go through. We go through, but we go through. You get it? We go through suffering, but we going through it. Because our mind is set. We know that God is going to bring us out. Dr. Martin Luther King said this, and we're talking about having your mindset. We keep moving and we keep going with God. Dr. Martin Luther King said, if you cannot fly, then run. This is the way life can be sometimes. If you cannot run, he said, then walk. He says, if you cannot walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Hallelujah. Paul was here and Paul was going one direction. But when he met Jesus on that Damascus road, he had to stop his persecution of the church and move forward with what God wanted done.
God may shift some of us right now. God may move some of us right now. God may tell some of us to stop what we're doing because it is up to almighty God what he wants done in the earth. The purposes of God are over what you may think. The purposes of God has jurisdiction. The purposes of God set, can set down a king. The purposes of God can lift up a beggar. The purposes of God can cause one who nobody knows to come to the forefront and move others out of the forefront to the back for the purposes of God. It is the will of God. God gives us the will and God gives us to do what he has willed us to do. So we got to come into sync with what God is doing. So God expects us to grow. God expects us to progress forward with him. No matter what we go through as saints, we got to learn how to be a base. We got to learn how to abound. Hallelujah. We got to learn these things in Christ Jesus. In a tribulation, your mind must be set. It's got to be set. It's got to be set. I remember in the house of the Lord. I remember some saints who were in my local church who were uh, going through suffering. They had some sicknesses in their body. But as long as I remember, I remember this, that with all of the ones that I knew, what I never heard them do was complain. They were worshipers of God. They didn't even forget to praise the Lord. Many of them kept pushing and kept fighting as long as they could. Lord have mercy. They kept teaching the children as long as they could. They kept playing the piano as long as they could. They kept on working in the kitchen, feeding the saints as long as they could. They kept their mind focused on God and they kept their hands lifted up to God in suffering. In their trials and tribulations, they stayed faithful to God. And that is the call that no matter where we are, we must stay faithful to God. The Bible declares in Romans 5 and 3, and not only so, but we glory. We get excited in tribulations because when tribulations come, that sounds like that is absolutely crazy, but it is for the sake of Christ that we suffer. It is for the kingdom of God that we go through suffering. If you know that it's not a decision that you have made and suffering comes about, if you know that you have done all that you could to do what you needed to do, but suffering still comes about, the enemy knows that we work for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But it is with great pride and pleasure that we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. I look at over my life that when I was raising my daughter and uh, problems would come and trials and tribulations would come, I used to worry about how this was going to happen and how this would happen. But I saw a pattern in a faithful God that all the things that we were going through, God saw my daughter. He saw me. He saw our situation. And so I would pray and I would talk to God about issues and matters. And then I began to see a pattern with God. Things always work out with God. God kept us covered. God kept food on the table. God kept my bills paid. God kept my health and my strength because I trusted in him at the time I worried, but he showed me over the course of time that I got you. So I learned to trust in him. So in hard times and good, we got to trust in God. Paul gained patience. When we gain patience, we learn how to go through things just like I said about the saints that were in trouble in the house of God. I've seen another person lose their job in the house of the Lord, but they kept on praising God. They kept on looking good. They kept on coming to church. They kept on giving him glory in the midst of things. They knew how to worship God, how to keep that mindset that they were supposed to have in God, in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. 
where they humbled themselves knowing that they needed Almighty God. Humbled before him knowing that they needed Almighty God. Yes, Lord. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. They humbled themselves. Just as Jesus Christ came to the earth, knowing that he was God, he put himself in the place of a bondservant. Romans 12 and 3 says, For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So, we got to know that it is God who breathes in us and that for him we suffer, that for him we can go through things, that for him we humble ourselves before him, knowing that in all things we do need the Lord on our side. You got to have in suffering, you got to have your mindset has to be your mind has to be set. So in going through suffering, and I'm getting ready to close, but in going through suffering, you got to work out your own soul salvation with fear and with trembling. So what I'm saying to you is this, the word of God, we got to stand on God's word. But when we going through, we also have to Speak to ourselves and encourage ourselves. Are you walking in the faith? Or are you walking in darkness? Are you walking in faith? Are you walking in the mindset of the enemy? So when we suffer, we want to say sometimes, why this have to happen to me? Or why you let this happen to me? Or we might get mad and we might want to cuss somebody else out. Why? Why, 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 You remember children growing up. Why, 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 why this, why that, why this, why that. But we got to learn. Okay, God, you got my back. Praise the Lord. For it is you that worketh. It is God who works the will in us. For it is God which worketh in you to will and to do his good pleasure. So you're going to suffer for the things of God. But what you got to do is you got to keep it moving and move forward in God. God's got a purpose for you. And God's got a plan for you. God's got something that he wants you to accomplish in the earth. It may not be easy, but God will send people to help you. God will send people to support you. God will send people to link to you. You got to do the things that God set for you to do. Where the times are good or where the times are bad, you got to keep moving forward for Lord. Paul, as I finish up, Paul knew that we needed to encourage each other to keep each other lifted up. Paul talked to the Philippian church about Timothy coming to work with them because Timothy was of a like mind. There was another worker and he could trust Timothy because he had fathered Timothy. Our father needs to be able to trust us. I thank God for giving me this opportunity that he trusts me to present the word of God. I thank God that he is walking with me that I can present the word of God. Can God trust you to do the work that he called you to do? Ephroditus was another that Timothy mentioned in this second chapter of Philippians. And Ephroditus was doing the work of God because Paul was locked up there, but he almost died doing the work of God. For God I live and for God I die. For the work of God is so important to us that we cannot give up. That no matter what you go through in suffering, no matter what trials and tribulations that you face, 
You got to have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. Your mind got to be set. You got to make up your mind. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Your mind's got to be set when you're going through. Know that no matter what you face, God is your God. No matter that what comes up against you, God is your God. No matter how hard it gets, God is your God. Whatever problems you got, take them to God. Your mind got to be set. Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. Because the mind that was in Christ Jesus was the mind of God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I thank God for you. I don't mean sometimes to go as long as I do. But I thank God because to me, for the preacher, for anybody who works in the fivefold ministry gifts, the burden that we carry, the burden to do the will of God, the burden to watch over his saints, the burden to reach out to those who don't know him, it is strong. The one thing that we never want to do is we never want to cause harm to God's body and we never want to get in the way of what God is doing. So sometimes we do go long and we are long-winded. But to God be the glory. Share my podcast with somebody because somebody else might need to hear this. Amen. Share my podcast with somebody. Link up with me and become followers in the name of the Lord. And before I sign off, I just wanted to talk to anybody who needs to be saved. Let's just pray this prayer. And once we pray this prayer, link up with a church. Link up with a church. Amen. Link up with a church that's teaching the word of God so that you can grow and be amongst the saints. And we may be in this pandemic. But God has not said, forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Go to your house of God. If you go to church, go to church. Put your mask on. Do what you know you're supposed to do. If you don't feel comfortable, put your mask on and go to church. But the devil is a liar. The church is going to be victorious and is victorious and coming out triumphant in Christ Jesus. So let's just pray this prayer for anybody who has listened to me and wants to be saved. Father God, I come to you right now and I'm asking you to please forgive me of my sins. I want to be saved. Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that he died on the cross, shed his blood for the remission of my sins. I believe that he rose again to give me eternal life. And I'm asking you, Lord, wash me in the blood of the lamb and save my soul. Save me, Lord. And if you pray that prayer with me and you believe it in your heart, welcome to God's family. Go hook up with a body of believers and walk forward in God and have your mind set. Tell somebody about this podcast today. We talked about suffering, but we talked about have your mind set. Keep your mind set this week on God. I pray that you have a blessed weekend or whenever you hear this podcast that you are blessed throughout your week go forward in God and have your mind set and set on God till we meet again this is evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with proclaiming the word of God be blessed and bye-bye